This is Todd Strange from the band I Am, and you are watching CMS TV. Yeah. self-titled release from 1987 it's white snake with uh children of the night and, yeah uh, you know david coverdale kind of on his last legs as a uh you know lead vocalist he's been kind of you know hit miss the last few years and you know let's just face it the guy's old <laughs> did you change something no why because you're echoing in my ears bad all right no, I didn't do a thing. All right. I don't know. Weird. All right. Go ahead. I can, I can live. All right. But uh, anyway, this kind of reminds me of like the Bon Jovi story from early in the part, early part of the 90s where Bon Jovi cut his hair. Oh, yeah. I saw this. I was like, whatever, dude. This is like such a non story, but we're going to cover it because of the ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> cutting edge journalism going over there with eddie trunk i know <laughs> uh of course eddie eddie and uh jim florentine and john don jameson have uh tried to revive their chemistry if you will mm-hmm. with their uh new podcast called that rocks that rocks man that rocks yeah and they got david coverdale uh to give them an interview mm-hmm and uh, he talked about cutting his hair. What a great and topic. Cutting his long locks. How old, would, is, David, how old is David Coverdale? He's 70 like, something. He's like 70 something. So this is news. Yeah. Imagine that. How about asking him, you know, anything more relevant than that? <laughs> he is, let's see, he was born in 1951. So he is 71 years old. All right. So he's 70 plus. Yeah. And we're talking about cutting his hair. Oh, great question, Ed. But, but the thing is, is oh. that, uh, when he did his solo album mm-hmm. back in, what was it? The early part of the two thousands. Yeah. He was sporting a short hairdo at that time as well. Wasn't he? People don't remember that, Neely. That rocks is getting to the bottom of things. <laughs> because he cut his hair. It's a good question. In a new interview with That Rocks, the weekly YouTube series, I did I never thought about doing a YouTube video. YouTube? You can do that? Wow. I I thought you needed corporate sponsorship yeah. to do something. Yeah. I'm sure he's looking for it. <laughs> sure. Uh, hosted by Eddie Trunk, Jim Florentine, and Don Jameson, former. I, I like the fact that they throw Deep Purple in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that's part of his legacy, but sure. do, do people recognize David Coverdale for his Deep Purple contributions? Only old people. That That's my point. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people know David Coverdale for Tawny Catane and Whitesnake. Yeah. Whitesnake's the band. Nobody. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like, oh yeah, you bet we're banging that hot chick on the, uh, on the hood of, uh, you know, the, um, Jaguars. 
Dude, I mean, what you you don't you don't spend all your time talking about the three whole years that he was in Deep Purple? Yeah, three he years was, out of fifty. He was like on burn, man, wasn't he? Yeah, Something he was like on that. Come you Taste know, the Band. He was like in Deep Purple, uh, you know, version three or whatever. Yeah, they, Mach three. Mach three. Yeah, he was in Mach three. Yeah, people don't remember David Coverdale as far as his involvement with deep purple. Not really, yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, he's, he had his moment Stormbringer, Wasn't he on that? Yeah. But my point is, is that wasn't his like most defining moment. People don't go, man, David Coverdale yeah. was like the shit in deep purple. Yeah. And it wasn't deep purple's highest moment either. Yeah. That wasn't, that was never, I mean, he was the fill in guy. Yeah. I will say though, the burn album is pretty fucking good. Well, it's not that it wasn't good or anything, but that that's not his defining moment. No, not at all. The, I mean, the, the, you know, obviously, uh, uh, saints and sinners and, and, you know, the, the stuff that he did as white snake under, you know, slow and easy and all that stuff, yeah. which launched his career under the white snake name mm-hmm. from a commercial standpoint. Yeah. That's what people remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, he had a couple of hits with Deep Purple. I mean, let's just call it. He had Burn. He had um, Mistreated. Right? Is it Mistreated him? I think it is. But I've been mistreated. The, the, the thing is, is he he wasn't the standout no. performer. Nobody went. Oh, isn't that David Coverdale? They, no. they they went. Oh, this is oh this is the latest from Deep Purple. Yeah. You know. But, but but as David Coverdale, the personality, vocalist, singer, musician, yada yada yada, he's known for White Snake. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know that's kind of my what I'm trying to say is that former Deep Purple and current White Snake front, man, oh. current White Snake front, current man. White Snake front man for the last forty years. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Forty years. <laughs> Three years deep purple, forty years of white snake, but we'll we'll go with the deep purple. Yeah, lead. we'll throw the deep purple reference in there. Yeah, uh, opened up about his decision to change his <laughs> trademark look with the singer now sporting a cropped hairstyle. Very important. His blonde color for shades of gray. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> this this is a big story. Well. Got to give it to Ed. <clears throat> he can literally throw dog shit out there and get coverage for it. Okay. I saw a picture of myself the other day from deep purple days, and I had these fucking huge burners going. Burners? burners. All right. David said, as transcribed by Blabbermouth, it was dangerous to light a spot <clears throat> near them, I okay. think. Is that why they're burners? Because they might catch on fire. <laughs> Is he talking about his long hair? His long. I'm thinking burn- he's talking about his long hair. Yeah, his burners. Bur- his burners. Yeah. <laughs> I've been tempting to do it for a while now. Not that it doesn't grow back. Mine. Yeah. Well, he is 70. It might not grow back. <laughs> and last year was such a challenging year. I was on so much medication uh, that it really crisped. My hair. Killer Miller says that sideburns. Sideburns. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I look like a terrible Norwegian death metal band or something that never heard of conditioners. <laughs> so it was the perfect time to embrace the gray. Oh, thank God. The 71 year old Coverdale continued. What was amazing was to try to find somebody with the balls to actually cut the hair. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, throw me $200. I'll cut your fucking hair. It's like, I can't cut that hair. That's iconic hair. God Please. damn it. Give me 50 bucks. I'll bring a brawn to your house. Shave your ass bald. I don't give a fuck. Why would a barber care? How about a Floby? Yeah, a Floby. That's perfect. I was no mess. I'll take a Floby to your head. God damn it. Uh, what a stupid answer to a stupid question. So this is just ridiculous. But, it, but because it was announced <clears throat> that there would be a potential death threats. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up from who death threats death threats from who what minivan driving uh you know moms middle-aged moms yeah the shampoo company gonna fucking threaten you yeah i don't think think you got a uh a prowl commercial out of this did you i didn't see this interview but i hope he was kidding (laughs) i hope he didn't really say that there were death threats about his haircut but it's fun and I'm enjoying it. It's fun and oh, cute. It's fun. He's, he's gone full chick. I know. Jesus. You know, remember how chicks used to get the bob and they go, it's so fun and cute. Yeah. It's like, no, now I don't want to fuck you anymore. That's right. Good point, Gary. Eddie <laughs> Trunk asked the tough questions. Good point. If if I had a chick and she cut her hair into a bob, I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I would just be so pissed. <laughs> Wrinkled snake. Wrinkled snake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <sighs> David went on to say that he has another hair appointment. Oh, good. Eddie Trunk and 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 Jim Florentine and and uh, the other unfunny guy um, Don Jameson. Don Jameson. We're talking about hair appointments. Yeah. All right. David went on to say that he has another hair appointment scheduled for later this week. Finally, I need a cut, which I never thought I'd hear myself say. He said, "But I, I was wondering. I, I got my hairdresser." flying in on Sunday. <laughs> so can't find anybody to cut his hair up there in, in the, um, up in the Reno, Nevada area. No, you gotta fly him in. I guess. Can you imagine spending $10,000 on a fucking haircut? Oh, <laughs> well, Bill Clinton did. Yeah, sure. He did. Which I never thought I'd hear myself say, but I've got my hairdresser flying in on Sunday. So next time we speak, I'll be freshly quaffed. Oh, thank God. The hairdresser is flying in from Los Angeles. It's a modest flight. It's a short flight. And he's a doll, too. I'm starting to worry about David Coverdale. What's wrong with him? He was banging Tawny Katane, and he's referring to his hairdresser yeah. as a doll. I think he's. I think he's come the, the last bits of testosterone out of him. Jesus, really? Wow, this is what we're talking about—is hair. Yeah. 
The girl who did the original cut is a charming girl in Reno. Well, you live right outside of Reno, David. So what's the problem? And she had the balls to cut it off, David added. And I'm going, Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. What are you maggots doing? Look, here, here. If David Coverdale today was wearing a a T-shirt and a pair of jeans. Yes. And walked into supercuts. Is anybody going to recognize him? No. No one is going to recognize him. All those 20 year olds have no idea who David Coverdale is. Nope. White Snake hasn't had a hit in 25 fucking years, uh, if, if not longer than that. Longer. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. You know, and shit like Shut Up and Kiss Me, not that good. Not the kind of stuff that any average person would have heard. Stop with the having the balls to cut your hair. You know, you're, you're not David Coverdale 1987 again there, pal. It's, it's, it's over. Stop it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what the hell are you faggots doing? <laughs> no kidding. Thank you, Anthony. No, no kidding. Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> it's just they don't have the balls. Yeah, to, to cut somebody's hair? Please. Uh, the girl who did the original cut is a charming girl in Reno, and she had the balls to actually cut it off. Thank God. David added, and I'm going, Jesus Christ, son, son of, of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in a chair. I was up here with hair, and it was seriously long at that time. <laughs> David lost his hair slow and easy. <laughs> Wow. It was such a compelling interview. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Coverdale says he has no misgivings about his new look. D- David, you could grow it out anytime you want. Or he could do bro it. Yeah. Just put on a wig. No one would know or care. I'm sorry to piss people off, but I am who I am. Thank you, Popeye. <laughs> I am who I am. What a cutting edge interview. I know this is just awful. I'm going to have to subscribe to that show. Could you imagine you and I having this discussion with anybody? It's just like, dude, you cut the locks. What's the story here? Seriously, man. Do you feel like a new you, David? Really? Is it, is this, is the Bob short and fun and cute? Mm Mm-hmm. Does your does your current twenty five year old run her hair her hands through your hair and go? Right. Oh, I like the shortcut. Ooh, come on! Are you fucking kidding, David Coverdale? <laughs> this guy got more pussy in the eighties than a fucking gynecologist, and, and he's he fucking probably, and probably still got a lot of pussy. Of course, and he's worried about his fucking haircut. I got to fly in my hairdresser that's got enough balls to cut my hair. Shut right. up. <laughs> Come back to Earth. Holy smokes. White Snake canceled several European shows last summer and pull, pulled out of previously announced North American tour with the Scorpions last fall due to Coverdale's continued treatment for his pers- persistent upper respiratory infection, i.e. my vocal cords are shot. COVID. <laughs> sure it is. I bet it was COVID. Was it? I bet it was. He fucking had he had an upper respiratory infection for nine months or something. Fuck out of here. 
COVID. Okay. Okay. On June 28th of 2022, White Snake scrapped three shows on its spring summer European tour uh, due to Coverdale's infection of his sinus and his trachea, i.e. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. That's funny. <laughs> he does it in the undercover of the night, the Rolling right. Stones. It's in the still of the night. <laughs> in the still of the night. <laughs> I can hear the locks hitting the ground as the scissors go. <laughs> Stop it already. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. Uh, three days later, the rest of the trek was also called off at the time. David blamed the decision on continuing health challenges, mm -hmm. doctor's orders and our concern for everyone's health and safety. Yeah. Which if it wasn't COVID, then what would it be? Right. You don't, do, do you close down work for fucking upper respiratory infections? I don't think so. Not for, not for eight months. Right. What a bad storyteller. David was not the first member of Whitesnake to fall ill during the group's spring-summer 2022 European tour. Guitarist Red Beach missed several shows on the trek in June of 2022 after being under the weather. On June 25th, uh, Whitesnake canceled his show at the Rock Imperium Festival in Spain due to the fact that drummer Tommy Aldridge, who's like 105, mm -hmm. uh, went down and was bad enough at the time to have missed the first show ever in his career. Yeah. White Snake launched its farewell tour on May 10th of 2022, which has been over a year at Dublin, Ireland, three arena, the band's 14, 14 song set, 14 songs. Uh, which was part of the European tour with a special guest Europe uh, and co-headliner Foreigner. Wow. wow. Whitesnake's integral performance with the uh, group's two latest uh, additions, keyboardist, guitarist, and backing vocalist uh, Dino Jelusic. Yeah. And bassist, bassist Tanya O'Callaghan. Yeah. All right. Isn't this Dino guy the one that sounds just like Coverdale? Yeah, exactly. They could add him sing him. Yeah. Probably were. Yeah. Uh, Coverdale had both his knees replaced with titanium in 2017 after suffering, uh, suffering more degenerative arthritis. He later explained that he was in so much pain with arthritis in his knees that it hampered his ability to perform live. Prior to the pandemic, Whitesnake had been touring in support of its latest album, Flesh and Blood, which was released in 2019. On April 28th, Whitesnake released Legacy Retrospective, Still Good to Be Bad. The collective was made available, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like this one the best, though. A black cat moans when he's burning with a fever. Exactly. <laughs> Holy smokes. Fans are fucking hitting home runs tonight. Wow. And this is what Eddie Trunk and his uh, crew talked to David Coverdale about, about his hair and his stylist and his hair appointments and oh. the fact that he cut it short, all this other shit. 
I hope it's available so I can still hear it. I don't <laughs> want to miss that. All right. Yeah. Well, this is the first time that David Coverdale cut his hair because mm -hmm. he released a solo release. I think it was like in 2000 or 2002. Yeah. Maybe you could find it. Find uh, what? His, his solo. He, he, he took a. Yeah, I remember that solo. It wasn't very good. No, it wasn't good, but he had his hair cut at that point. This isn't anything new. He did this before. Yeah. Let me find a good open image and new tab. Because I have it hanging on my wall. He sent me a, a signed, you know, promo photo. It's he sent me a promo. Yeah, he sent me a promo photo that was autographed and signed. It was it's up here on my wall over here. I can't reach it because it's kind of high up. But I would show it here on the camera. Yeah, there you go, right there into the light yeah look at that well maybe eddie interviewed him for this time too <laughs> last time he cut his hair <laughs> so, so that's not new there's nothing new about that and so cut my hair slow and easy right shampoo my head slow and easy <laughs> come on fuck out of here with this shit if, if David did an interview on your show and he just started talking about all this, what would you guys say or do? Like, David, is this an issue with you? I, I think we'd let him go for a little bit. But if it went this long, like, like what we were just reading, we'd be like, dude, come on. Or one of us would cut in and with a question. I think one of us would cut in with a question. Yeah. You know, or, or make some way to make a pussy reference or something. <laughs> You know, he'd be talking about fucking getting his hairstylist brought in and be like, does that get you more pussy? What? You know, yeah. we'd have to go there. We, yeah, you know, yeah, you're 71 years old. You flew your hairstylist in from Los Angeles yeah. when a girl from Reno, which is just like miles from your home. Yeah. Holy Hollywood, David. Jesus. I get it. You can afford to, but geez, stop it. Wow. <laughs> All wow, right. how brave Mr. Coverdale. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Dude, real quick, um what since we were talking about Deep Purple here. Uh so uh you know Steve Morse left Steve, left Deep Purple, right? I was not aware of that. Yeah, Steve Morse has left Deep Purple. Right. So he was with them what like 20 mm -hmm. years? Yeah, a long time. Yeah, he was in there longer than uh Blackmore. Mm-hmm. He was. But he left Deep Purple about a year ago, I guess. Okay. And I uh, I could be wrong on this. Don't hold me to it, but I would have swore he said that he was leaving so he could do more time with family and he was tired of touring and he was just kind of done. Right. All right. Well, he's on tour again <laughs> as the Steve Morse band. You know, the thing is, is that when, when people make these proclamations that, well, I'm stepping away from my, you know, my main project to spend right. more time with family. Right. Well, Jackal's saying that she has stage, his wife has stage four cancer. All right. Well, perhaps, but he's on tour anyway. Well, regardless of yeah. that. But, but Joey Kramer from mm. Aerosmith, mm -hmm. quote unquote, stepped away yeah. from the band because his wife did pass away. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Aerosmith announced a tour 
to start in September. Right. His wife passed away a while ago, but yeah. he's still not part of it. Well, no, he's still grieving. Is it? I don't know. See, I, I hate this kind of. I'm sure that's what the publicist would say. I know. <laughs> you, you and I. Yeah. We know people in the business. Mm-hmm. And we know how these stories, publicists announce certain. They lie. Yeah, it's a lie. But but they have to make up a story that is yeah. quote unquote believable. Yeah. They just and, can't say this guy's 70 years old. He doesn't want to do it anymore. No matter how glamorous you think Aerosmith is. Right. This guy doesn't want to fly around from or, city to city. Or, or he's like Peter Chris and he's not capable yeah. of banging out the, the skins anymore. Huh. So, you know, he's spending time with, with his family and his yeah. children. It's just like, dude, he he's played out. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the people that I have to admire, and this goes back again to Dawkins, is Mick Brown. He, he just goes, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Yeah, my butt hurts. My, my joints are aching. Mm-hmm. I got arthritis. I, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. And he just bowed out. He said, I'm out of here. Yeah. And literally bowed out. Yeah. No, and no, no 10 then, comebacks just gone. No. And since then, nobody's heard from the guy. He yeah. sold his drums. He was just like, I'm fucking out. I'm done. I'm over. Yeah. I, I I have zero interest in being involved anymore. And mm-hmm. just fucking just cut everybody off. Yeah. I said, fuck it. I'm out. But, but this whole publicist thing with, oh, well, you know, he's spending time with family and he's trying to regroup and he's trying to do this. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why don't you say the guy's played out. I'm done. Yeah, he's done with it. He doesn't because, because that tarnishes the Aerosmith brand. Does it? Yeah. It, it makes, well, why don't you want to be an Aerosmith? It's such a great job. That's what it, that's what it is. It's but. like, a, I can't do it anymore. I'm yeah. just not capable. I'm yeah. 70 years old. I can't bang the drums anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just, not living on the edge as they say. <laughs> I'm just not physically capable that's of right. banging the skins anymore. That's right. I'm walking another way. Right. Yeah. So anyway, back to Steve Morse. Yeah. Steve Morse is touring with the Steve Morse band. All I want you to do here. When I think we could probably wrap the show with this. Okay. Simple game. Steve Morse is coming to uh, here in Cleveland, uh, a little club called the Music Box. Now, this is where I've seen the babies play, and they get some small bands, small but known bands playing there. Okay? Steve All Morse, right. of course. He was in Deep Purple. He was in Kansas. He was in the Dixie Dregs. What do you think the cost is for a ticket to see Steve Morse Band? Well, what is he playing? I mean, I got to be honest with you. I am not familiar with Steve Morse music. Yeah, I guess he'll play some some um, Kansas and Deep Purple and Dixie Dregs, I guess. Okay. I don't know. All right, so he's going to play some cover tunes. Yeah. 
Um, I can't tell you what it is, but I'm going to tell you what I would pay. Okay. What would you pay? We'll start with what would you pay? And then we'll, what you think it is. 15 bucks. Okay. $15 is what you would pay. Correct. What do you think the actual cost is? How big is the music box? Probably 300 people. Mm, I'm going to say it's that a dinner club. It's like a dinner club. Like, dude, I mean, you don't get dinner with your ticket, but you, you sit at a table and you can order food and drinks. Is, and is there, is there a, is there a drink minimum with this? There is not. Okay. So it's just a ticket. It's just a ticket to go see Steve Morse band. 300 seat club, Steve mm -hmm. Morris band, music box, no, no two drink minimum, nope. nothing, just a ticket. Mm -hmm. Boy, I'm going to guess $60. You're right on it. 55 in advance, 65 day of show. All right. That's just ridiculous. I would agree. <laughs> would I pay that? No. That's just a crazy number it, it's for a, Steve it, Morse. Yeah. If I were to go, if or if I had any interest to go or pre-buy a ticket or whatever, I fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's that's about what I was thinking too. Because I looked at it, I I I got the email and said, "Hey, Steve Morse band." I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind going to hear some of those deep purple songs. Maybe, you know, if, but my, my thought was a hundred percent in the theory of, yeah, because it'll be cheap, <laughs> you know? And I know, you know, Kelly likes that old shit. So, sure, why not? so I was like, you know, and if it's $15, $20, I'll get two tickets. We'll go, we'll have a little dinner there and make it like a dinner and a, and a concert type night, $65 a ticket. Fuck you. Not, not for that. No way. Well, so that led me to going through some of these other things on their website. I'm going to, I'm going to read you a couple more of these things. Cause you're, you're going to fucking laugh when you hear some of this stuff. It's, it's just ticket prices across the board are just stupid now. So here's one for you. Oh no, this is a cheap one. Um, where is it at? Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. I'm not finding the one I wanted, but all right. I'm not finding it. I'm not going to waste everybody's time looking for it. Uh, bottom line is they have bands that are sort of known, but not really known. And they're still charging like $50 and some tribute bands. They're charging like 50, 60 bucks. And they're not like. Leonid or whatever. That's like a national touring, well-respected band. It's like local Cleveland queen tribute, <laughs> you know, or, that was one I was, where is it at? It was, um, three guys doing Michael Stanley music, like three of the guys that were in the Michael Stanley band. Okay, so they were, they were legitimately in the Michael. They St were in the Michael Stanley band okay. at, at some point. And, uh, and, um, I think the tickets for that were like 50 fucking bucks. I was like, wait a minute. It's, 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 they're singing the other guy's songs. They weren't the singer, you know, it just, I don't know. Concert tickets have really gotten fucking stupid these days. Well, 
again, it's it's the consumer who yeah. is at fault here. I mean, you can offer everything you want all day long, mm-hmm. but if nobody buys it. Yeah. Well, here's one. Billy Bob Thornton and the Boxmasters. All right. So he's a movie star. It's a movie star. Yeah. So so if you want to see a movie star up close, yeah. you're not going there because of his music. No. You're going there because you want to see a legitimate movie star mm-hmm. up close. Somebody who was mm-hmm. married to uh what's her face? I don't know who he's married to. No, he was married to the uh, uh, Angelina Jolie. Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was Brad Pitt. No. He was married to her before Brad Pitt. Thornton wives. I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess so. Look at that. God, they must have. Good for him. That's some good pussy back in 2000. (laughs) Well, Jesus. that's the whole thing. But, uh, you know, the thing between those two is that they wore a vial of blood. That's right. Yeah, I do remember that now. Remember Jesus, that? this motherfucker likes getting married. <laughs> Holy shit. He has six wives. Yeah. He, he, he was the best bad Santa ever, but well, he's great at bad Santa. Yeah. But, but the whole marriage thing, it's just like, Holy shit. He was married to Melissa Lee Gatlin from 78 to 80. Then Tony Lawrence from 86 to 88. Then Cindy Cinda Williams from 90 to 92. Then Pietra Dawn Cherniak from 93 to 97. Then Angelina Jolie from 2000 to 2003. Now Connie Angland from 2014 to present. Holy smokes, dude. God, his alimony, that's got to just hurt him. That's just got to hurt him to write five alimony checks. Oh, that's got to suck. Good luck there, Mr. Woodcock. Yeah, no wonder he's doing that fucking awful Goliath show. <laughs> Needs his bread. So so he got Angelina Jolie. In her prime. In her prime before that's- she banged out kids and yeah. was you know, tied up with Brad Pitt and good for him, you know, adopted children from diverse, yeah, you know, locations. Uh, good for him. Yeah. And would you like to guess his cost for his tickets? Well, Billy Bob Thornton, um, sling blade, bad Santa, Mr. Woodcock, Mr. Woodcock, Mr. Woodcock. <laughs> Um, boy, 55 bucks. Wow. You're dead on it. 48, 58 and 68, depending on where you sit in the place. Uh, all right. And day of show 58, 68, 78. All right. So not bad. 55 bucks. So are you saying that's reasonable or is that still ridiculous? I say it's still ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But if people are into the whole Hollywood, I want to see a, bona fide yeah. you know actor in front of me mm-hmm. at a stage see i'd have to translate this to comic-con i gotta get a picture with them for that money yeah of course and i i agree with you it's it's the whole thing that uh, i i was at bad santa show 
Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I get that's like uh, you know who was here recently, and I don't know what the tickets cost, but um, I was like, what in the fuck are people doing? He, he sold it out. He sold out fucking the the MGM, the the casino, the Roxino. Right. Charlie Sheen. Okay. But he was, he's a train wreck, so. Yeah. So I would assume that people would, well, obviously Charlie Sheen is a uh, actor. Yeah. And he's, you know, his, his debut as an actor was, I believe was, uh, no, No. Ferris Bueller's day off when he was like the druggy guy. Okay. And then obviously he went on to two and a half men and, you know, the, uh, other, what was a platoon? Was he platoon? He was in, uh, and um, men at work. Yeah. Yeah. They did that movie with, uh, with, um, Emilio. Yeah. I mean, he's done movies. He's done, he's done a bunch of movies. He's done TV too. And you know, then he went off the rails with the whole winning. Yeah. I just was like chicken dinner. I just was like, who the fuck is buying these tickets? And then he announced he had AIDS. Yeah. And major all, league, good point. Navy yeah, SEALs. Major league. I mean, but, but the point is, is that he's a known guy. Mm-hmm. What, what is he bringing to the stage? Who knows? That would be my question of what am I paying for? Yeah. Is he going to so, tell me stories? What? Well, is he doing the whole Charlie Sheen tour where he's just going to go, you know, I was in Hollywood and this is bullshit and this is what I endured and this is what they wanted me to do. And I mean, is he going to, is he going to spill the dirt? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. So, so he's coming to this, uh, he went, no, he, he played at the MGM. Okay. And sold it out. 2,500 tickets. Okay. So you're asking me what the price? No, was? I was just, I'm just making a, a general comment. People will go see anybody that's famous. Yeah. That's really, cause like Mike Tyson was here doing a spoken word tour. Mike Tyson speaking. Okay. The guy barely speaks English. <laughs> I mean, it's like people will go see anything now. Well, yeah. because, because they want to rub elbows with the famous. Yeah. It's just, no. That's the whole thing is it, it doesn't matter what they bring to the table. It's just like, dude, I yeah. saw Billy Bob Thornton. I saw, you know, Mike Tyson, I, I guess. Saw blah, blah, blah yeah. for I the just, chance meet for the chance that they may, may or may not yeah. meet them and go, yeah, I got an autograph and a picture, dude. Yeah, here's me an iron Mike. Yeah. Making the fist. Yeah, look, he's got the tattoo just like in the hangover. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, I just I'm just astounded seeing these things now that are popping up everywhere. I'm just well, like people people are enamored with uh fame. fame. Yeah. yeah. It's just pathetic. I, I for me it's pathetic. I cannot imagine being such a star fucker that I need to see Charlie Sheen tell stories or Mike Tyson tell stories. My mom went to Mike Tyson. Yeah. She went, she went and saw Mike Tyson. That's how I know about it. But eh, I don't know. It's just not my thing. I think we're spoiled. 
Well, you know, of course, Mike Tyson had his uh, mansion over there, just kind of east of you. I delivered fucking a, a, a um, stone lion to him. Did you? Yep. For what? Sure. He would, he, he, or he bought these two stone lions and my, my delivery, I was working a very part-time job at this, um, moving company over in, um, over, over in Northfield. And, um, he, he hired our company to bring him the two stone lions. So we brought him the lions, set him up outside the front of his gate, met him. He gave us each, he gave each one of us a hundred dollar tip. All right. He was nice. I mean, he's a nice guy, but yeah, good point. Norm Ricky Rackman out there on tour. Yeah, he is. He's doing a spoken tour, yeah. uh, spoken word tour. I saw the uh, announcements here in the Chicago area that he's playing at the Onesti um, venues. Okay. Displays theater and Arcata theater. He's just doing like telling stories, I guess. Yeah. Well, good for him. See the hands that beat Robin Givens. That's not very nice. Gary, Jesus, it's not nice at all. It's true, but it's not nice. So, yeah. And I can't even imagine for the, for the, you know, life of me that, uh, Ricky Rackman could tell stories to Bill arena or, a, or a small theater yeah. to go. What is it is that he's going to bring you to the table to go? Oh my God. Really? Well, I've heard that it's a good show. Toomey went to it and he told me it was a really good show with Rackman. He says like two and a half hours. Really? Like, Damn. That's a lot of stories. I guess he does like the whole multimedia and everything with it. Like, you know, he brings up different videos and pictures and shit. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see it, but okay. I know it, it, it's already been through here. Like he, he played at the, or played, I don't know what you'd call that. He spoke at the, the Winchester. Okay. He he went and that, that holds, you know, maybe 200 people, maybe we well, were there. Yeah. I mean, was, was that hold 200 think? Yeah. About 200. Yeah. So, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Enough all right. Star well, fuckers. We're, so it's, we're talking about Ricky Rackman and, yeah. uh, you know, people just out there capitalizing on their fame, whether it's Billy, uh, Bob Thornton or. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is, uh, I think the best way to end the show is with uh, David Bowie with fame. Works for me. Because you don't want to do the Methods of Mayhem version? No. <laughs> no. I, I think uh, fame from David Bowie is probably just probably apropos. Sure. Well, let me do my quick plugs first before we get out of here. All um, right. Monday, uh, I'm doing double duty again with um, both... Um, both uh seth williams show and um chris aka presents um seth Seth, i wish you would find your own real co-host i'm I'm tired of you just (laughs) glomming on to what i've built over the last 25 years he's he's working on it because he knows i'm not i'm not the permanent you know seth you're glomming on to my co-host no he ain't because i'm not glomming back I am very part-timing for, for the moment while he gets his shit together with that. Yeah. But, um, All right. we are, um, we will be having uh Joel Holkstra of white snake on the show. What? Yeah. Joel Holkstra will be joining us live. Are you talking about David Coverdale shorter Bob. He might've got his haircut too. We'll have to see. 
And if he does, believe me, I'll bring it right up. Did you fly in your stylist, Joe? Right. You know, so we're going to have him on. And then two hours later, we will be on Chris Aiken Presents. Eric and I will be speaking with um, Crowbar, ex-Crowbar bassist, one of the original Crowbars, one of the, one one of of the slow and fat guys. <laughs> one of the originals. Right. One of the slow and fat guys with um, Todd Strange, Sexy T will be on. All right. Talk about his new band, I Am, with um, two of the guys from Type O and with Kirk from Crowbar. So it's like his return. Well, to I'm glad his heart isn't uh, overtaxed. That's right. Well, he's uh, he um he looks like he's healthier than he used to be. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. Maybe that's why he left Crowbar is getting shaved, getting get healthier. So right. We'll see. But that's what I'll be doing. So if you want more of my bullshit, that's it'll be there on Monday. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We're going to leave you with David Bowie's from his Young Americans release with uh, some fame because people are so enamored with the fame. That's right. And they'll pay money for that. That's right. I wish I was famous enough to, for people to pay money for this. Hey, $5 a month. I know. That's... <laughs> That's an expensive toll to pay. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. So until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Egan. And we're gone. Bye, kids. 